Hey, you guys! Welcome to the Football Goonies Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Seplick, the football goonie himself, uh, bringing you all the uh, week one matchups for the new Fantastic Empire and Dynasty with uh, Prestige Dynasty worldwide, wide, wide. Uh, week one matchups give you my thoughts uh, we're gonna hit a couple of news notes and i'll probably give a couple of hot takes through the episode um you can find me at twitter at the ff goonie again jason Seplick. and uh we had a little format change usually i play some music some clips and stuff but um i just had to sign on to apple podcasts on a copyright infringement thing now and i as stupid as it sounds i don't want to get knocked with things even though we are not for profit so um now it's just me and that's all you get sorry folks uh anyways uh the big news of the day before uh before we get into the matchups is the ravens have lost starter gus edwards probably for the season it sounds like uh it sounds like um, he tore his ACL along with uh, one of their cornerbacks. And all of a sudden, a uh, nobody uh, running back who got pulled off the practice squad to full roster this season is now the starting running back. And uh, joining him is the newly signed Love Bell, along with Devonta Freeman, is now on the practice squad. So... A lot of big developments. Pretty much anyone that wasted capital on Gus Bus, yours truly, uh, is hurting a little bit. But that being said, I luckily backed him up with Tyson Williams. So it's not a total loss, but it uh, is definitely devastating. Anyways, so uh, that's the repercussions. I think Tyson will be a decent value, but he will not produce like Gus would have produced uh he will be more valuable than he was going to be so um that's that's pretty much the news for the day other than that uh Austin Eckler appears to still be sidelined so not good news for him honestly I am looking forward in the league that I have to play defense playing Washington now because uh I think that is going to be the, the biggest change is Washington destroying San Diego, although there will be an uptick for Keenan Allen and the other pass catchers. Mike Williams will probably have a good game prior to getting hurt. Uh, but I still think they're going to struggle a bit with Justin Jackson back there. Uh, he's honestly not really worth much to me, even though I know his career stats, yards per carry-wise, are good. I just don't think much of him, especially in this matchup. Anyways, we are going to go through the uh, first one will be the new Fantastic Empire matchups for uh, week one. So, minus all the drops, I know you're usually looking forward to it. Uh, If you're new to this show, basically I go through the matchups as is. If there are some obvious, this isn't how the lineup's going to shake out, I kind of think of where I would probably expect the lineup to go. And I'll tell you who is going to win 100% guaranteed. So, 
first up on the matchup, we have Team Texas Bear versus Popeye Sailor Men. Uh, at the quarterback position, it's Aaron Rodgers versus Jalen Hurts. Um, although Rodgers is the better player, obviously, and has the higher ceiling, uh, to me, especially in a shootout with Jameis, potentially, uh, there is the issues of, it looks like they're going to be dealing with some rain because they have to play in Jacksonville. And on top of that, he is missing David Bakhtiari. So I honestly say this is a toss-up on the quarterback, whereas normally I would probably go Edge Rodgers. At the running back position, it's Josh Jacobs. And I'm going to slot in, even though he's in the, uh, in the flex, uh, Miles Gaskin versus Alvin Kamara and Joe Mixon. Um, Baltimore's not the scariest run defense, but um, I'm not super excited about that. Melvin Gordon, we don't really, or sorry, Miles Gaskin, uh, we know Bill Belichick's going to be kind of an issue in New England uh, for him, but he'll be decent. But either way, you can't go up against Alvin Kamara and Joe Mixon with that volume. Uh, obviously, they have the advantage. At the receiver position, you got DeAndre Hopkins and Calvin Ridley versus uh, DJ Moore and Tyler Lockett. Um, obvious uh, advantage is Hopkins and Ridley, even though it's tougher matchups. Uh, we just don't know what DJ Moore is going to look like with uh, Sam Darnold. And, of course, this could also blow up because Tyler Lockett could have three touchdowns and end up being the advantage, but that's not the way I see it. Uh, at the tight end position, it's Tanyan versus Andrews. Andrews is obviously the clear uh, lead on this, at losing Gus Edwards. I think Lamar's going to run a bunch, and I think Andrews being the really only good, healthy option, although I think they do have Marquise and uh, Sammy Watkins a little banged up. Uh, he's just got the higher ceiling than Tanyan and Floor, so advantage there. At the uh, flex positions, you've got Allen Robinson and LaVisca Schnault versus uh, Melvin Gordon and Amari Cooper. Uh, Melvin Gordon, it's a real question mark as to how much work he's going to get. Amari Cooper, it's a real question mark to how that O-line is going to hold up for Dallas and how things will shake out between the two-and-a-half receivers there. And then uh, on the other side, Allen Robinson has a tough matchup, but he uh, gets moved around a lot, so I'm not worried about him getting shadowed, um, particularly, at least on all the plays. And then uh, LaVisca is this super hype guy, and I, I kind of see it, and I think Urban's stupid enough to really focus on him a bit, but not knowing what Urban's going to do, it's kind of a tough sell for me on this. Um, but that being said, he's playing against Houston. He'll probably have a big player too. So I will actually go advantage Allen Robinson, LaVisca. Uh, although I don't feel great about it. And you guessed it because at advantage, everything other than the receiver position and a wash on quarterback, I'm going to pick uh, Popeye Sailorman for the win, sending Texas Bears to 0-1 to start the season. Next up, we have uh, Finkel is Einhorn. Okay, the name is still there versus SC Honkers. Brian versus Dan. At the quarterback position, we got Kyler Murray versus Tom Brady. 
Uh, although Kyler is projected to be more, and he has a good shot of being the number one QB in the slate, um, I think the intention of Tennessee is to slow down the game, so Kyler's got to be hyper-efficient and probably get some rushing totals. Uh, and it's going to be really weird to see how this offense pans out with two more capable running backs than they had in the past. Uh, Drake's kind of been toast, so now having Edmonds and then the potential resurgence of James Conner, um, I know a lot of people laugh at that, but Conner's actually been a pretty decent running back. His big problem has been the volume breaks him down real quickly, and I think Conner's going to actually last more of the season in his new role uh but i do expect tom brady to just go bananas on dallas so i give him the advantage in a shootout game uh at the running back position we have aaron jones and james robinson versus dalvin cook and antonio gibson uh jones is gonna probably get leaned on heavily uh the running back uh, or the blocking is gonna be slightly concerned but not a ton and then Robinson has a juicy matchup against Houston. But Dalvin's got Cincinnati. Gibson's got uh, the Chargers. And with a lack of potential strong running game from the Chargers, I think that Washington's going to look to really control the game on the ground. And Gibson's going to get a ton of volume. So although I like the matchup for Robinson, and I think Aaron Jones will probably get some good dump-off work, uh, I'll go advantage Dalvin Cook and Antonio Gibson. Uh, the running back or the receiver position, we got Mike Evans and Robert Woods versus McLaren and Keenan Allen. Uh, Keenan Allen gets a bump up, obviously, although Washington is tough. McLaren, um, this is the one issue is having McLaren and Gibson kind of caps your upside potentially a little bit, although they're both such dynamic players, it could work out. Uh, Evans is going to feed off of Brady. Uh, chances are he'll get at least one touchdown. So I like him to make his projection. And then Robert Woods is the exciting one to look at uh, playing with a competent quarterback finally, or at least a, a strong quarterback. I guess Goff at times had been competent, although he destroyed Robert Woods' A dot. So uh, give me advantage, Mike. Evans and Robert Woods, but I don't love that advantage. Um, it's It comes down to the matchups and the volume. Uh, Keenan Allen's going to have plenty of volume, but I'm a little worried about McLaren's, where Mike Evans, I think, has easily a touchdown, and Woods is going to just go bananas on Chicago. At the tight end position, we got TJ Hawkinson versus Mike Gesicki. Uh, to me, this is a toss-up. I think that the Patriots are going to really focus on uh, stopping the run and forcing Tua to do it. So I think Gasicki is going to be a decent valve for him. Um, the interesting one, and this is my, my first hot take in this, uh, this episode for the season, is I know there's a ton of buzz on Hawkinson. And originally I was buying into that. I thought he was going to jump in and maybe be a top three tight end, if not... He is going to be on the fringes of the top three. Um, I'm not so sure anymore. Uh, one of the things we just mentioned with Robert Woods and what really kind of hampered him and Cup, especially in that last season, was the average depth of target. Um, Hawkinson's not a huge depth of target guy, but I think 
the increased volume he's going to get being the lone real wolf in the receiving room uh, as a tight end and um, the fact that I'll be trailing, I think that's going to get hampered a little bit by the fact that Goff can't throw very far comfortably. Um, so honestly, I think that um, he's actually being a little overvalued this season. I see him more of a like tight end six range, and I think he's going to pretty much produce at the, the same tick he did last year, maybe even a little worse, but he's going to get there in a different way. Um, kind of spicy take uh it makes me sad i'm glad i don't own any hawkinson shares now because that was a late development in my thought process uh so uh give me a wash on those two and then uh, at the flex position we got deontay johnson and higgins versus mostert and anderson uh basically mostert has the low volume deontay has the high volume they both probably get there equally well so this more comes down to higgins and anderson um give me the advantage anderson on this we don't really know i know i expect higgins to be the best receiver in cincinnati but that offense really does scare me and we don't know how it's going to shake out and i understand the same thing could be said about robbie anderson but uh, Sam Darnold and him do have rapport, so I think he is going to look for Anderson a lot more than people think and going to uh, produce well. So at the end of the day, although uh, SC Honkers is not favored to win, even though it's a small margin by the projections, I actually project Brian to pull out the win, sending Dan and his super team uh, to a 0-1 uh, start. Uh, the one thing I will say is there's potential for Swift going in there and Corey Davis and Myers. Any of those could sub in for Higgins. Uh, honestly, I think it's a pretty easy wash. Uh, Davis might be the safest one, or Myers actually. Um, I'd probably pivot that way. But that being said, Higgins is probably about an equal play, and I don't think it's going to move the needle for me either way. Next up, we have Team Chris1914. Told you guys it was 1914, even though I couldn't see it. Uh, versus Unjur and France, Axel's team. So at the quarterback position, we got Josh Allen versus Pat Mahomes. Um, Cleveland is honestly a little scarier matchup than people realize. And these guys are both elite. I think Mahomes has more weapons. Allen just has more willingness to just go bananas deep rather than be a little more surgical like Mahomes. Uh, not that Mahomes doesn't open it up at times, especially since the weapons he has. Um, the question will be, does Pittsburgh push them enough, or does Cleveland? I think Cleveland I've actually been picking to beat the spread, although I still think they lose the game. And I think Mahomes is the advantage here because I think he's going to get pushed hard. The only question is how much does CEH do in this game? Uh, against a pretty nasty front, I think it's going to be more than Mahomes' show. Uh, so advantage there, but it's very slight. Uh, at the running back position, Ezekiel Elliott and the aforementioned potentially injured Austin Eckler versus uh, Najee Harris and Jonathan Taylor. Uh, in case Eckler cannot go and or is hampered, 
the only real viable option that he has at the running back is Ronald Jones. So, uh, heads up, if you want to make a deal, I'm super down to trade with you, Chris, because uh, you definitely need another running back. Uh, anyways, though, if the teams were both playing as much as they're going to, or I mean if both running backs play as much as we expect, uh, I'd still give the advantage to uh, Axel with Najee and Taylor. I think that Big Ben in the new offense is going to be a lot of short passes and a lot of dump-offs, which is why I like Deontay this year, and I think Najee's good. And I think that people are a little over-drafting Juju and Claypool, especially since they're going to be splitting two wide receiver sets. Um, and then Taylor, I'm not quite as concerned about Indy as far as volume, and I think uh, that's going to be a big thing, especially against a injured Eckler. So give me advantage, Najee and Taylor. Uh, no different if he pivots to Ronald Jones, although I will say there is a potential for Ronald Jones to go off i'm actually uh playing some showdowns and dailies and i'm fading most of my lineups in the showdown the captain uh format i'm fading the passing offense as far as the uh the captain spot and i'm going with rojo the most as my captain so trying to get a little different i see a path for it but that being said it's probably not going to happen that way uh, at the receiver position, we have Stefan Diggs, and I'm going to say Chris Godwin is his next best one. So those are the top two uh, versus Antonio, or sorry, AJ Brown and Michael Pittman. Uh, looks like he's choosing not to roll Juju or Ayuk in there. I can uh, definitely understand the Ayuk concern, just not knowing his uh, his status with the way practice been going. Uh, either way, Diggs and Godwin is the obvious advantage. Uh, Diggs is the best play here, although AJ could be good. He's been a little hampered. Um, and then I think Godwin's going to chunk up some yards. Whether he gets a touchdown or not, I think he's going to get around 100 or more yards this game. So uh, give me the advantage there. Uh, I think the Taylor narrative is going to... Uh, kind of hurt the Pittman thing. I think the volume's going to be there more for Taylor than Pittman. Um, next up at the tight end, Waller versus Fant, obviously. You, and Goddard. Uh, I would probably go Goddard because I'm not a fan of Fant. Not a Fant. But but uh, obviously Waller is the, uh, the pick here. Especially with the, uh, I forget what his name was, but the cornerback that went out for the Ravens. Uh, I'm sure he would have actually seen some Waller, and now Waller's got a lot more room to run. At the flex position, we have Julio Jones and Marquise Brown uh, versus Demetrius, uh, Damian Harris and Trey Sermon. Uh, there is a chance that Sermon gets flipped in for Ayuk or Juju or maybe even Russell Gage. Uh, I like some of those plays better than Sermon, just not knowing how that game's going to shake out. Although they should be ahead, so he should get some run. Uh, Damian Harris is going to eat, but at the end of the day, I think the narrative of losing more running backs, I think the passing game is going to open up a little more, and I think Marquise Brown gets a big one. 
and we'll see how Julio goes. But uh, either way, I think it's a good match up for Julio, and I think uh, I'll give the advantage on that side. So with the uh, the flex and the receiving advantage, I don't know if it's going to be enough, but the advantage at receiver is so big. This is a really tough actual pick. This is my first tough pick for me. I'm going to go with, just because of the Eckler thing, um, I'm going to go with Frenchie to win, uh, but it's going to be a really tough race. And uh, Chris starting 0-1. Next up, we have uh, Chase. New uh, name, CSJ. Uh, Chase Jones versus Los Poyos Hermanos. Uh, Gill's injury team. That's not so much a talk of this year as uh, just most years. Uh, at the quarterback position, we got Lamar Jackson versus Justin Herbert. Uh, Herbert's a great play, but I think with uh, Lamar, he's the play. Uh, he is going to run so much this week just because Gus is out. And I fully expect him to be the better quarterback play. At the running back position, we got Saquon and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire versus Chris Carson and Miles Sanders. I like Clyde Edwards. Um, I'm okay with Saquon, but he's obviously going to get some limited... Oh, you know what? Let's sub in Saquon for Derrick Henry. I didn't realize Henry was on there. So now we got Henry and Edwards versus Sanders and Carson, and this is much closer for me because originally I was going to go Carson and Sanders, but with Derrick Henry, man, uh, he's going to run just ham on Arizona. Um, if you expect Tennessee to win, that means Henry's going to have a massive game. Uh, I do expect Tennessee to win, so I think between him and Alaire, they eke out Sanders and Carson, although I do like Carson, and I love the matchup for Sanders. At the receiver position, um, not in yet, obviously, Je uh, Justin Jefferson, but I'm assuming he's going to be in along with Cooper Cup. Uh, versus Tyreek Hill, and it looks like Elijah Moore is, in fact, going to be there. Uh, Tyreek's a great one, and Elijah, I think, is going to have some good volume. But how do you go against Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup with the juicy mashups they have? Uh, advantage there. At the flex position, we have Brandon Cooks and probably Saquon Barkley although he could pivot and go Mike Williams uh, I think that could be a decent play uh, considering the uh, the implication of Eckler being out uh, versus Galladay and Hunt um, not sure about Galladay's utilization so this comes down to Cooks versus Hunt and than whatever injured player versus whatever injured player it looks like. Uh, give me the advantage, Cooks. I think Cooks is going to have great volume hunt. Um, he's probably going to do decently, but I think he's uh, still capped, and I think his ceiling for most games is only like 15 points. So uh, advantage there. And then either way, at the tight end, we kind of, or I mean advantage on the Cooks side. And either way, at the tight end, Kelsey is the big one. 
Um, my guess is he goes with Kyle Pitts because they want to feature him rather than Hunter Henry. Uh, either way, Kelsey is the massive advantage here. Uh, and being only Kelsey is the big advantage, this is kind of tough. Because Kelsey is such a dominant force. And I think if Hill and Kelsey in that narrative are the ones... Um, hmm. That's tough. Nope. I'm going to go with Chase with the upset over Gill. And Gill falls to 0-1. And, and the final matchup for the new Fantastic Empire is the uh, remaining two best teams from last season. Uh, the FF Emperor himself, that's me, and Team Groovy Drew. So at the quarterback position, we got Dak Prescott versus Russell Wilson. Um, I like Russ a lot, but a healthy Carson, I think, hurts him a little bit, especially with what they want to do, probably slow down the game, shorter passes. We don't know what his actual offense is going to be like. Whereas Dak's going to go bananas, but he does have offensive line issues. Uh, I do think he has to keep up. I think he'll make some mistakes. He'll end up losing, but I think it's going to be a big game. So I'm going to call them a wash, even though, though Russell has the better matchup. Uh, at the running back position, uh, let me see here for a sec because I'm going to have to pivot. Uh, lost Gus Edwards today obviously so i have christian mccaffrey and either tyson williams or jamal williams or james connor or naheem hines um this is a tough one honestly gonna probably go naheem hines or tyson williams uh either way I'm facing Nick Chubb and David Montgomery. David Montgomery does not have the best matchup. And Chubb is probably going to play second fiddle because they're going to have to keep up with KC. Whereas I have Christian McCaffrey. And whoever with Christian McCaffrey, I give a slight edge over those other two guys. Uh, at the receiver position, I got Devonta Adams. And I'm not really sure right now if I'm going to go with CeeDee Lamb or not. Uh, but versus DK Metcalf and OBJ. Uh, either way, uh, my second one doesn't matter as much. Same as the running backs because I have Devonta Adams. And although DK can be fantastic, we don't know what the new offense is going to be like. We're not sure about OBJ. He hasn't been practicing much because uh, of injuries coming off of. So give me a slight advantage on the receiver position again there. Uh, it's either going to be, let, let's just call it Thielen and Adams, because for certain I'm going to play Thielen and Adams. Uh, either way, I win on that. Uh, the tight end position, uh, George Kittle is obviously greater than Tyler Higby. Um, although now, since I own Kittle in another league, Kittle might go down this game, because apparently I'm cursed. And then uh, at the flex position, I got, right as of right now, Debo Samuel and Jerry Judy. Maybe CeeDee Lamb goes in there tonight. I don't know. Versus Mike Davis and Jarvis Landry. Um, chances are Daryl Henderson probably pops in there. I can't imagine he's going to want to play Landry and Beckham in the same game. Uh, potentially also Cole Beasley can go in. Uh, either way, uh, Debo's a huge uh, game. And then a toss-up between Judy and... 
I guess Marquez Callaway and uh, CeeDee Lamb. I am a little worried about CeeDee Lamb's matchup, but he does play a lot out of the slot, so I shouldn't be that worried. Advantage there. Uh, so across the board, the big one is going to be uh, Kittle. Uh, either way, I think we wash on QBs. I advantage everywhere but tight end. So give me me the win, but I think it's going to be a probably the highest scoring game out of everyone here. And it's going to be a rough one. Uh, but either way, I come out on top. Next up, let's go to Prestige Dynasty Worldwide. Wide, wide. Um, so, first up matchup, we got Do It For Axel versus the GA Dogs for Life. Uh, that's going to be Mike versus Chris's team. He changed his name since we lost Axel this season. Um, at the QB positions, we have Pat Mahomes and Ryan Fitzpatrick versus Jalen Hurts and Teddy Bridgewater. At the running back positions, we have Christian McCaffrey and Henry versus Singletary and Ronald Jones. Ah, you know what? Let's tackle them one in time. Uh, Obviously, Mahomes and Fitzpatrick are greater than Hurts and Bridgewater. No need to discuss that. The running backs, McCaffrey and Henry, are better than Singletary and Ronald Jones. No reason to discuss that there. At the receiver position, Julio and Kenny Galladay versus Antonio Brown and DK Metcalf. Actually, sorry, Julio and Stefan Diggs versus Brown and Metcalf. Um, I like Diggs a lot, but honestly, I think Antonio Brown's going to have a good game tonight. And I think him and Metcalf combined actually edge out Diggs and Julio this go. Uh, At the tight end position, it's Pitts versus Logan Thomas. Uh, give me Kyle Pitts. I think he's going to get a good amount of volume in a catch in a game that they're not going to run ex- exceedingly well. And uh, I'm not a big believer in Logan Thomas. And then at the tight area, at the flex positions, we have Kenny Galladay and Noah Fant versus Cooper Cup and Michael Hardman. Uh, quick scroll. Um, he does have Tyson Williams. I would assume he would probably go in over Fant. Uh, I could also see Corey Davis going in there instead of Fant and LaVisca Chenault. Uh, on the other side, Mecole Hardman's kind of a question mark, but Naheem Hines and Tyrell Williams are pretty much his only other two options. So my guess is he probably sticks with Mecole, even though that one's a little scary proposition. Uh, either way, the big question mark is Kenny Galladay. Um, I do like Cooper Cup. I like the upside of McCole Hardman. And Kenny G just scares the crap out of me. So whoever he's paired with, I'm not super excited about. So give me advantage Cup and Hardman. But the fact is that the slight edge in receiving and the little bit of edge in the flex is not enough to overcome the massive advantage at running back and quarterback. So obviously give me Chris do it for Axel for the win. At the uh, next matchup, we got Team Groovy Drew versus Team Greenwood. Uh, at the quarterback position, we got Kyler Murray and Joe Burrow versus Tom Brady and Ryan Tannehill. There's also potential for Derek Carr and Jameis Winston to get in instead of Burrow. Uh, on the other side, there's not really a better option, so... 
Uh, either way, I think Brady's in a shootout, and although Murray's probably the best play here, I'm going to give the advantage to Brady and Tannehill. That combo is definitely better than whatever Burrow, Winston, or Carr brings to Murray's upside. At the running back position, we have Nick Chubb and Damian Harris versus Zeke and Aaron Jones. Um, man, this is a tough one because Damian Harris could get a lot of play here, but the fact is, and Zeke could have a rough time, but uh, Damian Harris is too much of a question mark, and the fact that you have Zeke and Aaron Jones, I just I can't see him not outproducing, so advantage on that side. Uh, the receiver position, we got Chase Claypool and T. Higgins versus Tyree Kill and Chris er, and Terry McLaren. Uh, Tyreek and Terry's obviously better than the other combination. Uh, no reason to question that. At the tight end position, we got Dallas Goddard versus TJ Hawkinson. Uh, I think this is a wash. I think Goddard's got the better matchup. And I've already voiced my concerns about Hawk, so give me a wash on that. And then at the flex position, it's Juju and Christian Kirk. Um, trying to see real quick if there's another option. Potentially Michael Gallup tonight or Devonta Smith tomorrow. But uh, either way, it's a little scary. Uh, versus the loss of Gus Edwards can change this up. So it's going to be Chris Godwin and probably Miles Gaskin. It'd be my best bet, although there's the possibility of Cole Beasley. And that's about it. It's going to be Miles Gaskin. Uh, hopefully he gets that in, though, and doesn't mess around with it. Either way, Scary Terry and Gaskin is the much better play. And overall, uh, with advantage at quarterback, definitively. Uh, probably running back, definitively receiver. Wash a tight end. Down the line, Chris Greenwood's going to have the win here. Uh, next up, we have Bob the Rebuilder versus Fearless Red. That's Dan versus our defending champion, uh, Mr. Schultz. Uh, a really hot team. Uh, he's done a really good job trading. Um, I question his quarterback decisions a little bit, but other than that, man, he is, he's been very fortuitous but with some of his trades and done a good job drafting. So, scary team here and definitely as dan is implying he's in rebuild mode uh we got lamar jackson aaron Rodgers versus russell wilson and baker mayfield uh i've already said to what lamar is going to do on the ground and i think aaron's just too good so give me the advantage there but there is a chance for baker to go off and help russ uh the running back position this is where it gets super rough we got lenny fournette and uh, Najee Harris versus Dalvin Cook and Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Fournette is definitely the issue here. I guess you can tactically slate the flex of Mike Davis as that, but either way, Dalvin Cook and Taylor are the advantage. At the receiver position, we got uh, Marquez Callaway and OBJ versus CeeDee Lamb and uh Mike Evans, I guess, which is scary because then the flex is Hopkins and Ridley. Either way, receiver is the advantage on Schultz's side. Uh, Kittle and Kelsey are kind of a wash, honestly. I'm not going to give an advantage either way, even though it's probably Kelsey. And then uh, the aforementioned Lenny Fournette and Robbie Anderson versus the other receivers, obviously advantage there. 
And no question, Schultz is going to come out with the win. So let's skip up to uh, the next matchup, which will be My Name is Chris, alluding to only Chris's win this league, apparently. Uh, that's uh, our commissioner, Chase Jones, or sorry, Clay Jones, uh, versus Team Texas Bear, Tyler's team. Uh, Clay's a dick, and he is not put in his lineup, so I have to sift through to give it. Uh, on a side note, if you like this content, please help me out and set your lineup so I can actually comment on it and not slow up the podcast or struggle bus it through. So, uh, we got Josh Allen and Justin Herbert for Texas Bears versus probably Matt Stafford and I'm going to guess Kirk Cousins over Matt Ryan, but he might want to get cute and go Mac Jones. But either way, I'm going to guess it's Cousins and Stafford. Um, I love both those matchups. Stafford's really intriguing, but at the end of the day, Herbert being forced to pass and Allen being one of the best quarterbacks I gotta give them the advantage um at the running back position it is uh Saquon Barkley and James Robinson versus of course I gotta scroll down now and see uh probably David Montgomery and Raheem Mostert no maybe Miles Sanders and Raheem Mostert he might shy away from that Montgomery one. Either way, I'm assuming Mostert's in. And let's just say Sanders, because he was going to enjoy playing him while healthy. Uh, he also has Daryl Henderson there. So, um, either way, not cool, man. Um, but the fact is, we don't know the workload for Saquon. So, whoever he slots in at the running backs, I'll give them the slight edge. Uh, at the receiver position, we have DJ Moore and Tyler Boyd versus, I'm guessing, Justin Jefferson. Again, having to scroll through all this BS. Um, Justin Jefferson and probably Keenan Allen. Uh, advantage there. That's an obvious one the tight end position it's darren waller versus zach Ertz. uh advantage darren waller and at the flex position it's cream hunt and melvin gordon uh possibly landry uh versus what's left over with the sanders uh montgomery decision and then probably tyler lockett and Allen Robinson or a potential for Brandon Ayuk or A.J. Brown. Uh, great receiving core. So A.J. Brown's probably in there. Uh, Lockett's probably in there. And he'll probably shy away from the Allen Robinson. Nah, he... Yeah, probably shy away from Allen Robinson for upside. Although, if you want to go a little more safer floor, Allen Robinson... Uh, either way, I'm going to go advantage with the running backs, the receivers, the tight ends, and the flex. So give me uh, Clay for the win. And then on the final matchup, it's Tom Gets It Done. Uh, not my normal name, but I'm messing with people right now. Versus the Untouchables, the Dumpster Fire. Um, of Gary's team, sorry. 
Anyways, uh, at the quarterback position, it's Dak Prescott and Big Ben, as I don't have Deshaun Watson, and I'm not willing to roll out Zach Wilson yet, versus Daniel Jones, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Just the Dak-Ben stack, give me that one. At the running back position, I have Alvin Kamara and Antonio Gibson versus Chris Carson, and as of right now, Austin Eckler, but there would be probably end up being a pivot to let me see who he's got uh that's rough probably sony michelle maybe mark ingram uh either way obvious advantage kamara and gibson versus carson whoever his second one is at the receiver position i have Devonte adams and deontay johnson versus adam thielen and robert woods give me Adams and Johnson, although I honestly am not feeling that great about it. I think that Dylan and Woods both have big games, so slight advantage. Uh, at the tight end position, I got Higby. He's got Conklin, and it looks like he could pivot to Cole Komet. Uh, either way, it's kind of ugly, and give me Tyler Higby on that. And then in the flex position, as of right now, I have Debo Samuel and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, but I'm struggle-bussing as far as putting in Amari Cooper right now. Um, I like other matchups that I have, but I'm just not willing to go there. Like uh, Sterling Shepard, believe it or not, uh, Marvin Jones is decent, and Cortland Sutton, I just want to wait and see. Uh, but either way, that's versus... Brandon Cooks and Russell Gage give me the advantage with Debo and probably Clyde. Um, And obviously, I'm going to pick myself for the win. Uh, Coming off a decent season last year, uh, I just can't seem to figure out my QB2 because there seems to be an issue with injury or Deshaun Watson. So, (laughs) every year. So, uh, anyways, that concludes the matchups for this week. I know it's a little rushed, a little different format, but I appreciate y'all hanging out with me, and hopefully we uh, have a great season and minimize the injuries and just have good fun. Uh, Normally, I have a normal sign-off, but as I am still trying to figure out the legality of everything, we're going to just say uh, we'll catch you next time, and uh, never say die. There we go. Never say die. All right.